0: This episode is in support of the British Red Cross. Disasters and emergencies can strike at any time and anywhere. With millions of volunteers across 192 countries, the British Red Cross is part of a movement that's there for people as soon as a crisis happens. Your support means they can reach anyone, anywhere, with the help that they need to get through it. For example in the UK, when an emergency like a flood hits, your support means the British Red Cross is there to give the all-important emotional support people often need. Help organize cleanups and provide them with food and fresh water. And as conflict in Ukraine tears lives apart, your support means the Red Cross movement has reached over 5 million people so far, helping families evacuate providing medical assistance and giving a warm meal and a listening ear for people to talk about their experiences. But without the kind of people who support the British Red Cross, their work wouldn't happen. You make what the Red Cross do possible. It starts with you. So, support the British Red Cross at redcross.org.uk. Thank you. Hello and welcome to this week's show where we look at stunts and action on film and television. Picture the scene. 1942 and in Berlin, there's been an order from the short fellow with the silly moustache to detain and hold Winston Churchill. This would mean sending a team of German soldiers to the UK, disguised as Polish troops There, they meet an IRA man with more than a few tricks up his sleeve, and the backstory provided by author Jack Higgins, whose adaptation of The Eagle Has Landed is still a huge fan favourite today.
1: September 12, 1943. German paratroopers snatch Mussolini from his mountaintop prison in Italy. The event stuns the world. Inspired by the rescue of his ally, Hitler orders an even more daring bid to capture his greatest enemy. The explosive events of Jack Higgins's international bestseller, now seen as they happened in a film of epic suspense, The Eagle Has Landed.
0: I want you to go to England for me. Colonel, I barely know you? To assist in the kidnapping and safe return to Germany, a Winston Churchill.
1: The mission, to seize Churchill at the moment when danger is least expected. Now, a man to lead it, Carl. Oberst Kurt Steiner, commanding the 12th Parachute Detachment. Late autumn 1943, the secret invasion of England begins. What the hell's going on, Haley? It's time to find out. Oh, God. Calm down, Pablo. I don't know what's happening. Colonel Miller and his men, they're not Polish. They're Germans. And they're going to try and kidnap Churchill. What? Now, this Churchill business. I'll feel it once it's seen through. If anything happens to Churchill, because you're late, this country's going to swing you from Big Ben by your. Suddenly, the peace of an English village is shattered by German paratroopers. What if Churchill prefers to die? What if abduction becomes assassination a race against time to save Britain's war leader get the men in position don't let anyone out of the village and once anyone comes in they stay in. a soldier of fortune whose one weakness is the woman he loves what catch you you don't know the first
0: thing about me because if you did you'd know that I much prefer a warm autumn afternoon under the pines
1: A girl whose love is about to be betrayed. It may not win the war, but it would make them think about a negotiated peace. I never betrayed anything in my life that I believed in. They're going to try and kill Churchill. The time has come, Mr. Devlin, when I no longer control events. They control me. Go, Ben! Go, Mallory! The most exciting adventure story of World War II. Millions have read the book. Now, an international cast brings dramatically to life, on the screen, this epic story of Hitler's desperate attempt to change the course of history. Stunning, exciting, inspiring, a film you must not miss. The Eagle has landed.
0: The German soldiers were made up of action actors and a few stuntmen thrown in for good measure. Jerry Crampton was the stunt coordinator and he was joined by Jim Dowdle, Nick Hobbs, Doug Robinson, Del Baker and Eddie Stacy. Some of them went off to Finland to do the snow scenes. Then they came back and went off to Cornwall, which was doubling for the Norfolk coast. Then off to the village of Maple Durham in Berkshire, where the majority of the film is shot. This was the summer of 1976, wonderful time. Jim remembers that the stunt boys had been put up in a hotel near Reading, but he loved the village so much he thought he might like to stay there. So off he went in his World War II jeep, accompanied by his trusty dog Dodger. Drove down to the village and found a couple who had a spare room. He also discovered caterer George Crawford, who back in 1976 was the best of the best. Craft services of today couldn't touch him with a barge pole. At the end of each day shooting... Jim would go and see George, who'd be told, Yeah, go and take whatever you want. Got some salmon, pork, chicken, all the fruit and vegetables you could possibly want. He took it back and enjoyed a barbecue with his housemates. Sitting in the warm night air, having a few beers, and loving life. Hello, crime fans. I'm Sean Coleman. I'm Chris McDonald. And I'm Rob Parker. We are crime authors. Well, I'm a publisher too. And I'm a giggling buffoon. <laughs> We are the Blood Brothers and this is our podcast. Every week we speak to the best and brightest in the world of crime fiction. And embarrass ourselves hugely. No, that's just you. Yeah, definitely just you. Great. Coming to you from the Pod Dojo Network. And sponsored by Red Dog Press. We've got new episodes heading your way all the time. With giveaways and games. Interviews and insight. And laughter. Lots of laughter. Check us out now. On all your favourite streaming services. And give us five stars. So we can't be our own one-star superstar. The Blood Brothers Podcast, your one-stop shop for the best crime chit-chat. This also meant that in the morning he could tumble out of bed, shower and be on the set in 25 strides. Perfection itself. John Sturgis was the director, who was no stranger when it came to war pictures. He'd already directed Ice Station Zebra in 1968, but was always remembered as the director of The Great Escape in 63. Sadly, he didn't stick around long once filming was finished, as he told Michael Caine whilst on set that he was only directing movies so he could finance his fishing hobby. True to his word, once he shouted cut for the last time, hopped into a car and was never seen again. I mean, by anyone. He didn't return to Twickenham Studios to do any editing or work with composer Lalo Schifrin on the score. He just vanished into thin air. It was his last movie. A few highlights in the film are the battle scenes, very well worked out by Jerry Crampton and many great performances by the stunt team. Jerry is easy recognisable as the chiseled features and blonde hair He's also the soldier who jumps into the water to save the little girl before becoming impaled on the water wheel. Eddie Stacey doubles Donald Sutherland as he's thrown out through the window of the pub after annoying one of the soldiers. And later on in the film, we are also privy to what may well be the first cannon roll captured on film in the UK. Jim Dowdle drives a van up a driveway and the car is flipped over onto its side. After an explosion goes off. Now, looking at it closely, it appears to be a cannon causing the turnover. And it's extraordinary to think that the world's first cannon roll was just two years before on another John Sturgis movie, McHugh. Anyway, we'll explore all of this in much more detail on Friday, so why not join me on YouTube then? Check out the Pod Dojo Network, who are responsible for the podcast, and until next time, it's bye for now.